This is the Power Breakfast Show podcast series. Podcast series. Remember, like, share, and subscribe. Power 102 Digital. One more time, just a good luck. Good morning, neighbors. What's happening on this Thursday? The eighth day of September. Good morning to you. Thank you so much for joining us on the Power Breakfast Show on Power One and Two Digital. Yeah, we got Richard's twins in today. Paul Richard, he does it with our news brief. Richard Ragobar is he's hovering about. Wendell Stephen is at the box, but he's off today. Ruben is in. Remember, he's sensitive, so you have to say hello, Ruben, to her. Very sensitive. Trying to find him a wife. Yeah, that's what we try to do. My name is Steve Khan. We'll keep you company until 9 o'clock this morning. We'll take your calls on your hits on our app and so on. Let me tell you what traffic is like. I understand yesterday morning, traffic was pink and dirty. Traffic was bad yesterday, but not as bad as uh, Tuesday in the afternoon. All right, so let's roll straight into traffic. Let's see what's happening. Going through from Santa Rosa to Amero. Slow going. Then Mouska towards Piaco. You got some traffic. Arima Old Road on Eastern Main Road. Coming out of Arima Old Road as well. Busy. Going to Takarigua towards Makoya, busy. Trin City to Yui. Uh, Monroe Road towards the Chuchu Roosevelt Highway. Volume, and of course, Chuchu Roosevelt Highway. After Page, not too bad getting in the capital. This one volume. But Kuva up to Sugar Waters, you've got traffic. Heading towards Chase Village, also got some traffic. San Fernando, got no problems for you. You know that's going to change in five minutes. Late risers in the west, got nothing to tell you about. All right? But let's see who said this. Hello, first thing this morning on this Thursday. Let's see. First off the gate. Yep, it's Ken E. Good morning to you, Ken E. On this Thursday. Yeah. Trump, Trevor, Narima, Godzilla, and Valencia. Glenn from Maloney. Good morning to you, Glenn from Maloney. Thank you so much for being locked on. DX. Good morning, all. Maria Marva. Ms. Maloney, Dudu. What's going on? Oliver Man Warren, always locked on. Good morning, pal. Have a great day. Drive safely. Miss Ingrid out in Tucson, Arizona, who just does not sleep. Peter and Judy locked on in Charlotte, where it's 21 degrees. Mm, morning. Rena Budu Jennings, Ray Ray, out in West Palm Beach. Morning. Have an awesome day yourself. CJ from New York. Carol Guevara, Wagwan. Rampage, good morning. Did you see Watson Duke video criticizing the teachings? 
Liz Williams Facebook. Uh, I just glimpsed it. I didn't really open it up. Mo Gaines out in Aruka. Good morning. I uh, got two bad drives on an hour. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I got one yesterday. Late. I, I don't know. Yeah. Blocked the entire road because she wanted to cross by Saragossa and then she can go back, but no, decided to block traffic and then cussing everybody. Miss Ingrid, good morning, Ruben. Alrighty, there you go, Ruben. Yeah, there you go. Alright, so let me bring Paul and the guys in. I think it's just Paul so far. So good morning to you, Pablo. What's going on? What's going on? Good morning, Steve. So much energy this morning. Always, always. Yeah, I can't start off. Hey, morning, people. We have to shake them up. We have to get Xena toes moving under that pain and blanket, that kind of thing, you know. Gotta give the good energy morning. out. Good I thought, morning, it's Thursday. I thought you were still filling in gas. Uh, well, it was one of those <laughs> restful <laughs> evenings for me. Oh. I was waiting for you to finish with gas. What? <laughs> I was waiting for you to finish with gas. You could mock, oh boy, wow. No, when I, folks, I called Pablo yesterday. And he said, Steve, let me call you back. I just put in some gas in the car. Well, you're not supposed to be any phone in the gas station, are you? Yeah, but um, I'm still waiting for the callback, eh? Still waiting. Yeah, but... Same way, I'm still waiting yeah. for that chicken salad. Same way. Today might be a bad day for a pizza, though. No, pizza's Friday. But if you're going for pizza, no problem. I would never say no to pizza. Really? Never say no to pizza. I love... Good morning. Uh, love pizza. Lots happened over the overnight you know yeah I, well uh, the, the the person who sent on the message but i sent it in the group maybe we could play it in a couple of minutes yeah so people can hear what's nuke is in new york and he was complaining about the group of tobagonians who went to represent tobago tobago at several cultural festivals and expos in in new york but apparently passed the airline tickets which got them to new york uh other provisions were made including Hotel accommodations, meals, and ground transportation. Were not made, is it? Apparently not made. So they have to stay in the basement for a couple of days with dead rats, according to what's new. You can look in the group and the news group and you'll see it. And he was calling on the authorities, of which he's a part, he said so, to the decision makers and the to be House of Assembly, sorry, to make the provisions to get the persons because they're leaving on Monday and they still have some days to go. He from what he said, he implied that he paid some of his own money to give them some food for a couple of days, but it was not enough. And he called in the authorities in the Tobago House of Assembly, of which he's a part, and of which his partner is the um, Chief Secretary, Paddy Augustine, to do what they're supposed to do. So it smelled like some trouble brewing in paradise in the Assembly mm. already. Not surprised, quite frankly. I am not surprised. I am not, but it took very long. Well, I don't know if it took long, but I'm not surprised. Because what's nuke is never going to be the bridesmaid and be comfortable with that for long. No. And I'm being euphemistic here. What's nuke, eh, no, second place. But then what's nuke couldn't be elected in Tobago, and he knows that. Yeah. That's why Fadi was put up by the PDP to, to lead the party, and, the, and it, it was a successful strategy. But now, given his rantings in that video on social media, uh, it's clear that there's some sort of animus going on in the assembly i'm sure mr augustine who's very media savvy will come out and speak about it sometime today i'll and try and call him with breath did you find it 
I have to go find Jack. I'll be right back. You have to what? You have oh. to what, Steve? I'm confused. Anyway, that's what's happened. Uh, uh, part of what's happened. So we'll wait and see how that pans out. But Duke was quite uh, condemnatory of the way the, the persons were treated in, in New York. And he's asking for, quote unquote, those big shots making the decisions in the assembly to do the right thing and provide support for the persons who went to New York to represent Tobago. I do understand, although I, I would support the call for persons to be taken care of, but I don't understand how you get on the plane. Well, that was, that was just, how can you... How you get on the plane and don't know where you're staying? How, exactly. Okay, who would be how going you on the plane? All right, and so let's see. That, when you are... When you are Going into into the United States or other jurisdictions, they ask you where you're staying. Where you're staying? When you're leaving, when you're checking on the counter to the airline, they ask you where are you staying to put I, it on the form exactly. that they're filling out. I'm just going to tell you that. So you bought a but plane. I don't understand how you get to New York and you don't know where you're staying. Yeah. Maybe the basement was the address. Maybe they put the basement as the address. Could be. And how you just get on the plane and do have podium? And how you're getting, I know how you're getting wrong. And how you're getting me. So you just get on the plane with your passport alone. How? Tell me. Exactly. How does happen? When I when so I travel for work, I, I get um a little confused you know, after that. Everything is organized. How, how that, and particularly, it's not one person; it's a contingent. So there's a contingent. Get on the craft. Get to New York. And not know where you're staying, how you're eating, how you're moving about the place, because they're representing the island. Mm -hmm. And you know what? I have a little issue, and I don't know why it's not sitting well with me, with this new thrust, where one group go to represent Trinidad and one group go to represent Trinidad and Tobago. When last I checked, it was the Republic of Trinidad and mm -hmm. Tobago. Mm -hmm. So I don't know how groups going to represent Tobago alone. It's confusing to me because I know that Tobago separate from Trinidad. Yeah, I have it here if you're ready to play. So let's play Mr. Duke's rant. I don't think he used any obscene language, so we could play it back without editing. Yeah, we, we'll have the infamous beep, so let me practice it. Beep. Well, yeah, okay, I have it. Here we go. I'm Watson Duke. I am in Brooklyn, New York. Specifically, I am in 95. Could you raise the volume? Chester Street. I am Max. Brooklyn, New York. Peter King. Right on your right hand Peter. side. I don't know why I did like that. I have come here to the aid of some 27 Tobagonians from Roxborough Food Group that came to, came to Brooklyn with the aid of Tobago House of Assembly to perform and to represent Tobago and our culture. They were not provided for. Beyond the ticket, when they land, they were treated as thieves, as slaves, as castaways. There were no transportation to rally them and take them from the airport to a chosen specific destination. They came on the streets of New York trying to find a place to sleep, tired, weary, feeling emasculated and mentally broken. They stayed in a basement for a couple of days with dead rats, 
a satrap, hungry, and forgotten by the Tobago House of Assembly. I say forgotten because in spite calls were made to the base, to the Tobago House of Assembly, stating things are not so all right, what can be done, nothing has been done. Today is the 20, is the 7th of September. How many days passed already? About four days passed, and thank God for the sake of a good Tobagoian from a diaspora, he would have utilized his cash after five, four to five days and paid for 27 of them to have proper housing in a hotel. But that's housing. At least they can wash, they can bathe, they can relieve themselves, etc. But more important than that is the one need for food. They are without food. They are hungry. And I've come to the aid. I can do so much. One day, two days, maybe three days. But when you consider that they are going back on Monday, what do they do between now and then? And they have lots of show to perform every time they travel. Each person must find at least a minimum of $20 to pay to travel. Hmm? They have to keep their clothing clean. They must be well attired, hair comb, etc. It's causing them to stay in New York. I'm appealing to the Tobago House of Assembly, of which I'm part, but those who consider themselves to be the decision makers, those who consider themselves to be the hot shots in the Tobago House of Assembly, the policy makers and the drivers of the system, to act wisely and do so now. Show Tobagoans that you care about them and send money via. Uh, via Western Union, whatever means, whatever means, so make whatever arrangement to ensure these persons are fed, that these persons are fed tonight. We know it tomorrow. Do it now. Make whatever call you have to make. Pull it up. Or else this goes live without any further warning. And you will have to deal with this. I will champion their cause. And I will defend their rights. Because for that, I was voted in to office. What and why you were voted into office, you must tell the nation. Thank you very much. All right. That was Watson Duke. Up you. Tell me about it. Hmm. Trouble in paradise. Yeah, boy. No kidding. Well, I mean, I, I was going to say no one, more than likely people weren't surprised. But let me not say, let me say I am not surprised. Because I, I never thought that Watson Duke would, would, would be able to survive in a subordinate position for long. What picture are you taking there? You know, I'm trying to get the thing set up here. Yeah. I, I don't think what's Lucas is the kind of personality that can survive in a subordinate position for too long. And uh, Fadi Augustine is the uh, chief secretary of the assembly. And what's Luke has to follow the lead of Mr. Augustine. Although what's Luke would have been the more prominent personality before Mr. Augustine, now the roles in the Tobago House of Assembly have, sw have switched. And uh, Watson Luke is now, has now put the gauntlet on the table and telling those who are the decision makers and the policy makers of the assembly to step up. And I must suspect this is just the first of what we can expect to be many salvos now in what is clearly some sort of division in the assembly and when i use the word division i don't mean department another bit of embarrassing 
information that came out yesterday. Oh gosh, that was embarrassing. And you can put it up. I put it in the group also. Uh, yeah, is the fact that it is all over the front pages of many of the newspapers. The chairman of the <clears throat> Commission of Inquiry into the Paria diving disaster has now held a press conference stating that they don't even have basic stuff like pens and paper. I have it here. And Ready? is requesting that the state, the government, who initiated the Commission of Inquiry, to please provide the resources so that the commission can do its, its job. Now, why did I get to that? Can we play it? Please. This Commission of Inquiry, as with all such commissions, uh, requires staff and facilities to carry out its work. I made clear at a short press conference on the 7th of July that I, nay we, would do all we could to expedite the matter uh, uh, with, uh, uh, whilst at the same time ensuring thoroughness. Sadly, apart from the stalwart secretary, Miss Sarah Sinanen, who sits in front of us, we've had no administrative support until Monday of this week, the 5th of September when we were joined by our new manager, Mr. Russell Sieberan, together with some IT and technical support. The office structure at SAPO, which was determined to be the place where we would have our offices, were only completed on Friday the 26th of August. But for the considerable efforts of Mr. Noel Garcia and his staff at Udicott, we would still have an empty shell. It's no part of my responsibility or in any of us here to blame anyone for this rather slow provision of the basics to carry out our work. And I know that the Honourable Minister Stuart Young, MP, has been doing all he can to push this along. Happily, as a consequence, I understand he plundered the offices of the Prime Minister in order to provide us with some chairs and desks and the basics of office furniture over the last weekend. He's apparently gone uh, abroad with uh, the Prime Minister, the President. Uh, I, I do not know if the Honourable Keith Rowley is now sitting on the floor as a result of having his offices plundered, <laughs> but the fact is we've got somewhere to sit which uh, uh, makes up for it in some way. I await with some considerable concern for pens to write with, paper to write on, printers to print on, scanners to scan with, the internet to connect to. The upshot is, is that we are falling behind and I wish to emphasise that it is not the responsibility of any of those who are sitting here on this side uh, um, that we have uh, had this slip um, in timing. I want to assure everyone that we will do everything we can to make up that time. That to date, we have received something in the order of 40 separate statements from witnesses. Over 30 separate documents, resulting in a total of some 4,500 pages of material, videos, photographs, and a plethora of correspondence. We have no one to process it. There's a limit to what one lady can do. Hmm. There you go, Paul. Now, how embarrassing is that? Boy. How embarrassing is it that the government of Trinidad and Tobago 
given the gravity of the disaster that took place back in February, where four men lost their lives under really tragic, questionable circumstances, initiated a commission of inquiry to get facts on what the state of play was before in terms of standards of operation, what factors may have led to the disaster and what we can learn from it and initiate and put a commissioner and a commission and commissioners in place for a commission of inquiry including mr lynch mr jerome lynch the chairman of the inquiry who, whom you just heard and he has to go on on a press conference and talk about stuart young minister stuart young furniture from the prime minister's office so that they have some place to sit down they don't have pen and and what somebody go blame him as being anti-government no right hmm. because i did the default for some people you know because he spoke out and what's something that is terrible he could be anti-government now but he's not i'm i'm sure mr lynch who is an eminent, I think he's an attorney, if I'm not mistaken, was chosen because of his competence and has to go on a press conference to beg for resources to carry out the duty that he was uh, appointed to do. Yeah, really? Pen, paper, furniture, internet, internet staff, are we really serious about this commission of inquiry? That's the question you have to ask. Or is it for show? Because if it's not for show, providing resources, it's embarrassing. But anybody who stands up to talk about what is just and, and, and appropriate is deemed anti-government. Yeah. How embarrassing is that? It is utterly embarrassing that the commission the chairman of the commission had to go on national media to literally beg for basics basics really oh my god good morning mr Rock richie Rashi, morning hi morning guys morning Trinidad Tobago. it's morning, so embarrassing uh, our listeners wherever you are we just played back jerome lynch chairman of the commission of inquiry begging for pen paper internet Printer, and staff cable desk chairs yeah. see, see i had to go on national record and say that the honorable stuart young had to through his intervention get in get furniture and chairs from the prime minister the office of the prime minister and he, and he hoped the prime minister wasn't sitting on the floor oh my god we can't write this in a plea but, oh, but oh can we richard can we write this in a plea you, you, you could write that no. in a plea Whose responsibility is it? The, the government. Office of the Prime Minister. Yeah, but whose? Dynamite walked the final. Who specifically? If but it's the Steve Carr? The government is a broad, broad, broad brush. Yes. And this inquiry was initiated by the Prime Minister and the government, the cabinet. So them supposed to assign somebody to make sure that all these things done. Well, I think the simple solution to all of this problem, these problems here, since we love a commission, because we love a commission of inquiry, mm -hmm. we should so have a commission. We know we should have a commission of inquiry building. 
where you have we several, have one every month anyway where you have several species that has designated commission of inquiry room no, i'm one, trying commission you of can inquiry, room which two. you can guide me here does a commission of inquiry fall under the line ministry in this case the ministry of energy or the office of the attorney general and legal affairs or the prime minister's office because of the nature of it well i know commissioner of inquiries are really set up as as set up i think under the constitution by the president the president appoints not so so but it's not the president to provide the resources well the president appoints the resources have to come out of the consolidated fund yeah a public servant responsibility <clears throat> well, consolidated funds always will be Ministry of Finance. Maybe it's the Ministry of Finance. Maybe. Either way, I, I hope the acting Prime Minister, because the substantive Prime Minister is out of the country on state business, really feels that that is an urgent matter to be resolved today. But it's embarrassing, so. Because it's highly embarrassing. So I'm sure it will be resolved. And and to for it and and I'm sure that this gentleman did not the first port of call was not to go to the media and have a press conference to beg for resources. Or oh, I'm hoping so. That he decided after trying to, to All get resources for a while, felt he had no other option but to embarrass them into action. Oh jeez. Wait sixty years. Oh, what a wonderful place we live in. Oh, Father. So, Lynch, so, yeah. So, I mean, well, obviously it was some serious oversight on somebody's part because I've never heard this raised before, to be fair, by any other commission of inquiry. So, when the conspiracy theorists so obviously start saying they're stalling it and they're not serious and it's poppy show. That's the next thing you hear now. That what? They starved the resources because it's a puppy show. Well, I don't know. Well, I mean, as I said, obviously... I'm not saying that is actually what is here, but I'm saying you open the door to that sort of mischief. Yeah, but, but, but I'm saying there was obviously some gap in the system and the resourcing of this commission of inquiry. At that level, Richard Ragobasti? Uh, gap. Well, the gaps can happen at any level, you know, Paul. Any level, because it's run by human beings. So gaps can happen at any level. And I, but I can't remember Commission of Inquiry ever being under-resourced before. I've never heard it raised like this before. So obviously, one will have to treat this as an exceptional circumstance. Um, because it's the first time I've ever heard of a Commission of Inquiry having to make noise for resources. And I'm saying, because of that, you open the door because of this gap to all sorts of suppositions, conspiracy theories, and implications, and innuendo. Because I don't understand how you could set up something that is such a public, national tragedy, and don't provide basic resources. Uh-huh. That's what I said. There's obviously some gap that took place with regard to this issue. And Highly embarrassing. And of course, Jerome Lynch would have raised it, and he raised it very publicly. Mm -hmm. So it'll be scurried to be addressed with. Get off all your tail and give me what I need. 
basically that's what he was doing. Basically, he was okay, reading. The, basically, he was reading the riot act. Eh? He read them the riot act. He did. He did. That's what it is. Say, look, I need my resources, and I'm not going to be writing a set of letters here and there to try and get resources. Oh, maybe he did all of that at the reveal. Do all you have to do. Yeah, just making it. Pellucidly clear. That I tired all you. But this is a. But I, but I didn't know if he tired. I think it's that he's saying. Look. I'm just, I'm just being mischievous. And look, this is what I, there is required. So hopefully it will be dealt with. But it is embarrassing because at mm. that level, at that level, you don't want these kinds of optics and obviously and obviously um because he talked about because it's it, they're sitting at supper and he even talked about the issue of um the lateness and the completion of the actual offices for them to occupy at supper a, a commission that was uh, initiated months ago oh. please c correct my memory is it is this the commission where the first chairman Opted out because of personal reasons, and then Mr. Lynch was appointed. I can't remember all of that. I know Mr. Lynch was appointed on July 6th. Anyway, well, you fix your mix now. Oh, God, that's embarrassing. A little embarrassing. You see, the, the Attorney General, I'm switching gears, full step, new sentence, <laughs> has said the firearms report <laughs> was not shut down. Remember, we spoke about that misleading headline in the Express yesterday. Okay. Mm -hmm. Never a dull moment. And we spoke earlier on Richard about Watson Duke's rant against the decision makers and policy makers at the Tobago House of Assembly, who he said need to deal with a, a, a situation regarding Tobagonians who have gone to New York and have been left uh, without proper accommodation, ground transportation, and food money. And Watson Duke felt a salve what the head of the assembly, which is, of course, Harley Augustine, to fix it. Otherwise, he went public, but he went public. Trouble in paradise. The honeymoon over. I don't know. I don't know if I would jump straight to that. Um, I did. Trinidadians like to jump all over the place anyway, but um, I don't know if I would jump all there. Obviously, he's, he's using his usual advocacy platform, which he often uses. And how things, how those kinds of things are done in terms of, you know, approving X, Y, and Z and in terms of whoever's going to perform, it's always a lot of people who get involved in that. So obviously, either they need more money because they underestimated their costs or money wasn't remitted that was agreed to quickly. in time yes one or the other the suspect in the stabbing spree in canada uh a couple of days ago which left 10 people dead and 19 others injured died after being captured by police now police have indicated canadian police status that miles sanderson the brother of damien sanderson of course damien sanderson was found dead in a suspected suicide days ago after the stabbings miles sanderson was said to have experienced medical distress after the arrest on a motorway after a car chase in saskatchewan and died later 
the police have not given more information. But it's interesting because normally those things don't happen in those quote-unquote first world countries. So you see, it's not only in Trinidad, people just die after the police told them. Just saying. An unnamed official claimed that he died of self-inflicted injuries. I wonder if he fall off a chair too. You think? I cannot answer that to Paul Richards. You think he fall off a chair? Techniques is spreading. I wanted to say congratulations to Caribbean Airlines. You put that for yourself before you do that? Copying two awards at the 29th World Traveler Awards. I think that is fantastic. It would be nice for Steve to be initiated to put a round of applause, but Steve is not there. Yeah, so the the two awards that Caribbean Airlines won um, is Caribbean's Leading Cabin Crew 2022 and the Caribbean's Leading Airline Brand. And I think they've won, this is the 60 in a row, am I right? right? I think so. It's the 60 in a row that they've won Caribbean's Leading Airline Brand, I think. I'm subject to correction, but I think so. How many other airlines in the Caribbean? Yet. I mean, how many other airlines are there in the Caribbean? I wouldn't know them all, but many airlines fly into the Caribbean. No, out of the Caribbean, based in the Caribbean. They didn't say out of the Caribbean, they're saying leading airline brand. In the Caribbean? Caribbean's leading airline brand. Well, that's what I mean. If it's the Caribbean's air leading airline, but I want to know what the competition list is like. So you're, you're trying to somehow negate... No, no I am not. Down. That no, is I'm the not. only objective of a question like that. I want to know who they beat. No, that is the only objective of a question like that is that you are trying somehow to pull the rug from under Caribbean Airlines. Not at all. You're way ahead that big. I reject that, that very heavily. That is exactly the deceit not at all. that remark. Not at all. I reject your insinuation. I am not having it. I reject your insinuation. I am praising them. I am very happy that it is. You can have a snide remark. Well, I wonder how many brands it have. Meaning, well, if it's only two all year, what big competition you have? That is the road you're going down. Not at all. That is the road you open the door. The others are You open the door and you're asking me with a kind of undertone. I want to identify the listeners. Others am I wrong? Listeners to this program this morning, am I wrong in my interpretation of Paul Richards trying to yes. take away and you undermine the win of Caribbean Airlines? Call now, please. Or send messages on the message board. <laughs> am I wrong? I just wanted right? as a matter of information to know what the other Caribbean Airlines are. No, it was Liat. not asking that I way. I know Liat is there. It was not asking that way. You into Britain tone and thing now, you're good. Caribbean's leading airline brand twenty twenty two. I'm the one who called for the round of applause from Steve Khan. And Caribbean's leading cabin crew twenty twenty two. Congratulations, well, course, Caribbean Airlines. Crew are fantastic and Cal. For doing proud. For doing us proud. Congratulations to Cal. I endorse that. Steve, round of applause for Cal, please. Are we getting any calls there, Steve? Because I just asked callers to verify whether I was wrong and what um, the interpretation of Paul Richard's statement or whether I was right. I asked a question. I didn't make a statement. You made a statement. 
I asked him what the other airlines in the Caribbean were. I know they was late and I was lost in terms of memory as to what the others were. See if you are an airline person, what are the other Caribbean airlines are? Oh, they have, well, Liat is pretty much. All the other Liat. brands are in the Caribbean. Yeah, the Cayman brand Islands, Cayman Air. Okay, um, yeah, great. There's the thing like, like three more. Let me tell you here. Very good. Yeah. Well, congratulations to Carl. Keep soaring. Here you go, Paul. Here you go. Here you go. There you go. Thank you. Better late than never. Very good. Keep it up. Right. We need to have that understand. Right. Good, good. Um, congratulations to Caribbean Airlines for copying two awards. Where are you about singing going? No, I, I find I I'm, I I I I find. Uh, are there uh, any messages uh, on the message board, Steve? Can uh, let's check here. Just did a refresh. Just um, you know, like laughing. Congrats to Cal. Um, uh Paul give my give my airline a break. That's it. <clears throat> Your confusion didn't work yet. Uh not confusion. You started. So what else is happening in the news? Well I mean, well actually that whole story with Jerome Lynch and the Commission of Inquiry and the under resourcing or lack of resources are dedicated to the setting up of that commission of inquiry into the diving tragedy at Paria. Um, that that is actually on the front page of all three dailies this morning. Yes, I said I said that earlier. Mm -hmm. Yeah, we, 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 we played the um the clip. So if if it is that you wanted to know what was on the front page, that's on the front page of all three. Of course, when we get to newspapers, I'll actually read it. Um, but um, that's the main story. Um, of course, we touched on some of the others. Um. I heard the um the harbor master has left Grenada and is on its way back to Trinidad. It is to resume its regularly scheduled cruises. So, uh, the newspaper report said that the operators are looking forward to the return of their captain and crew. It arrived in Grenada in August with occupants prepping to participate in carnival activities, and of course, ended up in some controversy. Four Trinidadian crew members, and I'm reading from the news day here, will find approximately 14,000 EC, uh, 14,000 Grenadian, which is uh, 5,500 EC each after pleading guilty to causing grievous harm to Anderson Peters and harm to Kidon Peters. Uh, and of course, that situation is an ongoing situation. So the Harbour Master returns to Trinidad. Uh, let's hope it can stay out of the headlines for a while. Yeah, no kidding. Huh? And also, congratulations to Denise Wren, um, who is now the communications officer of the Turks and Caicos Police Force. Does she no longer the express? Nope. So, Gary, can I call the name no more? <laughs> she is now in working for another police department. In another jurisdiction. In another jurisdiction, Turks and Caicos. Isn't that interesting? Good luck to you, ma'am. Good luck to you, ma'am. I ain't for knowing you and knowing that, right? Of course you did. You can't help yourself. <laughs> you ain't drink this morning, or what? You ain't take a drink this morning. 
So uh, for those who want to um want to know, there is um there are seventeen people vying for the Miss World TNT title. If you're interested in beauty competitions, that's on. That's also on the top seventeen candidates. Um, pros at the Bricks Autograph Collection Cascade um, earlier this week. There's a picture of that. Um, I saw one or two of the girls, I mean, on Facebook. Some, they were quite, they're quite pretty, actually. Yeah, I agree. There's an action plan to improve the care and conditions of the nation's children's home, and that is expected to receive cabinet approval this week. Minister Ayanna Webster-Roy told Guardian Media, and confirmed that the recommendations are still before Cabinet's Finance and General Purpose F&GP Committee. Ooh, I don't think this take a long way, but I guess it's due process. It has been with the F&GP states at the F&GP states since July. Uh, work on a task force began in May 5th, and their mandate was to sub submit a plan to facilitate the implementation of recommendations following the Justice Judith Jones report into children's homes, titled Safeguarding Children, in community residences and child support centers throughout Trinidad and Tobago. Uh, Minister Websteroy explained why Cabinet was taking time on this matter. She says the committee gives with a scrutiny to notes so that a recommendation can be made to Cabinet. The nature of the notes and implication of policy directors would warrant close scrutiny uh, as they say measure twice and cut once. Yeah. So, uh, do you have newspapers, Mr. Raghubasi? I certainly do. Uh, which time I'll try to craft. But do you craft the question? Because you say any question I craft. What, yeah, that's a nice bit to cop out of it. Implications. The news statement. The news statement. You ask a question like ask, um, are you proud that Carl won the award and you go say I'm trying something? Do you think there's trouble in paradise in the assembly because of assembly you go say and and regulating confusion? So you choose the question. Oh, so you just didn't throw anything out, eh? You, you took the question. So Thursday, today is Thursday, September September eighth, twenty twenty two. Just in case, you, in, if you didn't know, of course the weekend begins tonight, people. At the second after midnight. Um. So the news day today, uh, the front page: Harrier drownings inquiry left scrambling. No pens. No paper. No printer, no internet. That's on the front page. That alone. Jurist government must ensure COE has all resources. And on the back page of the, the news day today, a pandemic sees fewer teams ready for new season. COVID leaves SSFL playing short. Um, Warner and Fenwick Miller file appeals in high court and TKR crash to Heavy CPL defeat against Royals. That's on the front and the back page of the Newsday. Moving on to the Daily Express for today. And on the front page of the Daily Express, shameful start. Commission of Inquiry Chairman blasts government over lack of chairs, paper, pens, and staff. And there is a picture of Jerome Lynch, Queen's Council. AG firearms audit not shut down. And TTPS launches new anti-gang crime plan, Project Grace. So, TTPS is trying something. And on the back page of the Daily Express, TKR flop 
suffer massive loss to Royals. Naps and Prez to open new SSFL season. And moving straight along to the Trinidad and Tobago Guardian for today. And on the front page, again, lack of resources upsets Paria Diving Tragedy COE Chair. No tools to do our job. AG says it's president's responsibility. To those who await answers as to how and why their loved ones died and to the general public, you have our unreserved apology that this commission of inquiry has been delayed yet again. And there is a picture of the chairman of the commission of inquiry. Um, and in the rear, well, from left, you're seeing uh, Ramage Launch Mirage and Commissioner Gregory Wilson as they arrive at the International Waterfront Complex in Port of Spain for the first session yesterday. So all of that is on the front page of the Trinidad Vigo Guardian. And moving to the back page, Royals outplays TKR. So that also is obviously the trending, trending story on, on, in sport. All right, so that's it for our three dailies this morning. So now you know what the main story is in terms of the front page story. And it's the same story across the board. All right, well, before we get into this morning's poll, let's give the results of our poll from yesterday. Yesterday, we asked you, do you agree with Mayor Martinez that the Brian Lauer Promenade upgrade should have a water feature for children to play in? That was our poll. Results after this. The Diamond Jubilee Calypso Monarch. Our 60th Independence Celebrations continue with the Diamond Jubilee Calypso Monarch Competition. Come out and see TNT's Calypso Heavyweights vie for the grand prize of $200,000. Look out for preliminary action on September 10th at NCC's VIP Lounge, Queens, Park, Savannah. The semifinals on September 17th at Naparima Bowl, San Fernando. And the finals on September 25th at the Grandstand. Queen's Park Savannah. Who will take the crown of the Diamond Jubilee Calypso Monarch? For more info, contact the Tuco head office at 623-9660 or follow us at Forging Forward TT on Facebook and Instagram. The Diamond Jubilee Calypso Monarch. All right, once again, do you agree with me and Martinez that the Brian Lau Promenade upgrade should have a water feature for children to play in? Lots of votes on this one. Nine, no, 81%. 81% said no. All right, let's get into this morning's poll. Well, um, this morning's poll can probably go, well, have to go to that Commission of Inquiry issue. Um, of course, uh, the AG is quoted by one of the newspapers as saying that it's the president's responsibility. I know he disavowed that it was the AG's office that has anything to do with it. Um, so he says it's the president's responsibility to deal with it. So, our poll this morning, do you think the president is to blame for the non-resourcing of the Commission of Inquiry into the diving tragedy? What do you think? One of the newspapers on the front page is suggesting that that's what the AG has said. The AG says it's president's responsibility. Uh, no tools to do our job. So, do you think that the president, or do you agree that the president is to blame for the non-resourcing of the Commission of Inquiry into the diving tragedy? That's our poll this morning. What do you think? 
All right, 222-8255-612-8255, toll free. North Americans, 866-525-1099. Got our first call. Good morning. Good morning, gentlemen. Sandy Grandi. My answer is hell no. All right, Grandi, thank you so much. Uh, good morning oh, to Mel. Yeah, say that again, Steve. Uh, just some folks are just saying good morning, like Paula oh, okay. and Trevor and Dennis to Shani, Adrian, Mel. Good morning. All right, so 222-8255, North Americans, got a toll-free number, 866-525-1099. That's our numbers directly into our studio. All right, let's grab this other call. Good morning. Good morning, Grandi. Um, no, I think the office of the president already issued a statement to the effect that they are only responsible for the appointment of commissioners, receiving the report, and forwarding it to the relevant authority. Mm. All right, thank so you. So, do you think the president is to blame, or the office of the president, for the non-resourcing of the Commission of Inquiry into the diving tragedy? Um, according to one of the dailies, they're saying, the AG is saying that that's the president's responsibility. So, do you think the president, or office of the president, is to blame for the non-resourcing of the Commission of Inquiry? Yes or no? That's our question this morning. Good morning, caller. Good morning to all my friends in the studio there. This is Glenn from Queens. Hey, Glenn. Morning. Big no. Good morning, my friend. Big, big no. She's supposed to have much more important things to see about. Thank you. All right. That's a big no, he says. A big no. Mm-hmm. All right. Let's see. Duly recorded. Ish out in Malik. Morning, Ish. Hope all is well. Says yes. Carol Guevara, no. Meb, no. Piggy Lou is in the house. Good morning, Piggy Lou. No. A public servant uh, in someone's office. Long Islander, no. Rampage, no. All right. Um, let you have those hits coming on our website at power12fm.com or our app. Trev Trev in Arima says no. Ron says no to the poll. Um, he says, I've worked in the TTPS for 24 years and we have the same problem. No basic equipment. Oh boy. Beefy Smith, long time Beefy, says no. All right. Thank you so much. Keep those hits coming. Keep those calls coming. Uh, do you uh, do you agree with the AG that the office of the president is to blame for the lack of resources for the commission of inquiry into the diving death tragedy? Of course, our poll is going to stay up until tomorrow morning on our app and on our website. Good morning. Hey, morning, CB six one two eight two five five number has not been working for a while. Serious. And I was yeah. I was not aware that the president had access to the the, um, the, the central bank to, 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 to withdraw funds to do anything like that. So I do agree with that at all. Hmm. All right. Thank you. So until I get that rectified, two 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 eight two five five. That's the number. Two 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 eight two five five. Let's use that number. 
uh, until I, I check it out in a short shot and see what's going on there. And, all right, so that's our number. So 222-8255, toll-free, North Americans, 866-525-1099. All right, let's see. What else I got on the app? Um, Darren. No. Thank you, Darren. Ms. Maloney says no. All right. Again, do you agree with the AG that the office of the president is to blame for the lack of resources for the commission of inquiry into the diving deaths tragedy? Do you think they're to blame? Yes or no? That's all we need. Yes, yes or no? What do you think? To do to talk to the two eight two five five six one two eight two five five. North Americans, 866-525-1099. Yeah. What says you? Oh, my goodness. Yeah. Just to let you know, traffic is absolutely horrendous already. Uh, I got two votes, Peter and Judy. Ju well, Judy says yes, and Peter says no. All right. Um, thank you, Peter and Judy, locked on in Charlotte. Can E, absolutely yes. Thank you, Can E. All right. All right. Uh, anyway, it's coming through there, right. 222-8255. Use that number to give us a call this morning. 222-8255. All right. We have three minutes again to take your votes before EV. Runs in here with a cup of coffee that she's going to slurp with a Chinese soup spoon. That's how she drinks coffee. Tell you. Strange people. Strange. All right, let me see what the votes are looking like um, online. Let's see. As we check that out, I wait for your calls to come in at 222 Talk. Yep, so far online it's 100% saying no. Okay, I'm trying to get Watson Duke for the next hour. He's playing hardball. All right. So two to two talk two to two eight two five five six one two eight two five five North Americans eight six six five two five ten ninety nine. Do you think the president? is to blame for the non-resourcing of the Commission of Inquiry into the diving tragedy. Um, of course, mm -hmm. the AG is suggesting that um, in one of his comments, as indicated in the newspapers this morning. So, do you agree? Do you think so? Yes or no? Yep. Simple question. Wayne, out in Simcoe, Ontario, Canada, says no. All right, let's get those calls in. 222-8255. Tool free North Americans eight six six five two five ten ninety nine, and those numbers come directly into the studio. All right, yeah, right. Okay, come on, let's get those hits going. Who's to blame? We all heard the clip. We played it this morning on here. No, we're not asking who's to blame. We are asking whether 
the president or office of the president is to blame as intimated by the uh, GEG apparently yeah. but according to one of the articles I, I was very careful to say according to one of the articles but yeah. that may not have been the AG's intent at all no and of course um, yeah do you agree with the AG that the office of the president is to blame for the lack of resources for the commission oh, yes, inquiry there, boy. into the driving death tragedy what do you say there Paul Nothing, nothing, nothing. That's a bright game, Martin. This is normally a TT time. Uh, Junior. Good morning, guys. No. All right, Junior. Thank you so much. Uh, less than a minute to take your calls. All right, before Evie walks in. And we have our major news. Of course, that's going to be, I'm sure, the news. Of course, traffic-wise, it is uh, a bit heavy this morning. Uh, so Solomon Hutroy Highway has got some serious traffic. Could appear traffic, Warrenville traffic, Chinchin Road, coming out of uh, Monroe Road, Edinburgh 500. Rivulet Road is heavy traffic, Claxton Bay, Cedar Hill traffic. Um, by TCL area, that's heavy traffic as well. And traffic, uh, Takarigua traffic starting from Bobby's Bar on the main road. Wow. All right. All right. So let's grab this call. Good morning. Good morning, caller. Morning, gentlemen. Morning. Um, yeah, my answer will be uh, publicized on behalf of the Attorney General based on the fact that he said that uh, he has been um, involved in a past commission of inquiries and understand the runnings of it. So I would probably go on his side based on lack of knowledge of this thing. All right? Okay. Yeah. All right. Thank you so much. All right. Let's get into our major news. Evie is in. All right. News starts right now. Thank you for choosing Power Water 2 Digital. Listen every weekday for our live show starting at 6 a.m. Remember, like, share, and subscribe. Power 102 Digital.